Hello listeners, Andy Heiss here with a quick message from one of our sponsors. Are you a student looking to sell your art? Look no further than artbystudents.com. Their platform is specifically designed to help students showcase and sell their work to a wider audience. With artbystudents.com, you can easily create a profile, upload your art, and start selling in no time. Plus, their simple and secure payment system makes it easy for buyers to purchase your work. So check out artbystudents.com today to get started. That's artbystudents.com. Welcome to the Arts Entrepreneurship Podcast, making art work. We highlight how entrepreneurs align their artistry, passion, and vision to create and pursue opportunities to capture value in the arts. The views expressed by guests on the Arts Entrepreneurship Podcast are solely their own and do not necessarily represent the views of the podcast or its hosts. The appearance of a guest on the podcast, the venture they represent, or reference to any product or service does not imply an endorsement or recommendation by the podcast or its hosts. The content provided is for entertainment and informational purposes only and does not constitute business advice. Here are your hosts, Andy Heiss and Nick Petrella. Hi, Arts Entrepreneurship Podcast listeners. My name is Andy Heiss. And I'm Nick Petrella. Dominic Kuhn is with us on the podcast today. While this Zurich native was finishing his MBA at Baylor University, he met several art students and soon recognized the need for a platform to help them sell their art. So he launched ArtbyStudents.com, an online marketplace that allows art students to exhibit and sell their artwork. We'll have more information about the platform in the show notes so you can learn more about it and the students who are currently using it to sell their artwork. Thanks for being here, Dominic. Thank you for having me. Dominic, we were talking before we started recording, and you were sharing about another business that you started. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, that's uh, an online tutoring business for students as well from my uh, university in Switzerland, the Zurich of University of Applied Science. Um, I've realized that um, a lot of students there face the problem with um, math or um, with statistics and other uh, number or classes with a lot of numbers. And I was always a person that was really good with numbers. And so I realized that, that there is a need. So I created a platform with um, video tutoring to help them learn all the basics and then also to solve the problems that they have in their exercises. And uh, I mean, art by students and uni tutor is kind of like in the same area that they, I just want to help the students. Um, in Switzerland, it's more like to get them through college. And in the U.S., it's more like to prepare them for when they're done uh, or yeah. to help them to get the first steps out. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think you gave some statistics, 250,000 art students, 10% will make a living. You know, I, I think that 10% is probably will make a living solely through their art, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, they'll make a living doing lots of other things, um, sort of uh, portfolio career stuff. Yeah. But but to your point, you're, you're focused on the sale of the work. Um, yes. So, so yeah, I think I think that's that's interesting. Uh, and so to date, do you have any stories um, or examples that you can share about an artist that's been successful um, using the site? 
I mean, one of the artists, her name is uh, Summer Lewis. She's uh, from Baylor. She was one of the first person I've reached out uh, about the idea. And uh, she also helped me a lot through the process to understand what the art students need. And I was actually able to sell one of her paintings to a happy customer. He was also, the customer was also at Baylor. So he thought, I want to support one of my friends or like fellows. And, and she, I remember how she texted me and said like, Hey, we sold one piece. And uh, that was just a great success story for me because it was kind of three months after I launched uh, the mm-hmm. whole website. Um, but right now it's the process is more like to get much more artists on yep. the platform to make a, or like offer a variety of artwork to the customers then. Um, so, and as soon as I have more artists on, I think we can create also much more success stories because when a customer have the variety of uh, more artwork, sure. he will be happy and maybe will also come back more often. Yeah. Well, certainly proof of concept, you have that, yeah. right? Exactly. And, you know, yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of students tend to listen to this podcast or a lot of our listeners, so you might get some from that. Yeah, yeah that would be amazing. It's also sort of a full circle moment for that artist, right? They've been, they, you've been doing some customer discovery with them all, all along the way, and then they actually use the platform and it you know, does mm-hmm. what it's supposed to do. So. Exactly. On your site, you mentioned that as part of the commission fee, Art by Students takes care of the marketing. Can you unpack that a bit and tell us how and where you're marketing the platform? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like that the students don't have to do any marketing or post on their social media mm-hmm. um, as well, because that's important too to get their name out and uh, just show what they're actually working on right now. But through the, the platform, and we can we have a much more or like a much bigger customer base and we can share um, more posts or artwork that they create. And also I, um, for example, create reels with their artwork and do some uh, social media marketing. So like make campaigns. And as soon as we have more artists on, I will also start with uh, Google AdWords campaigns. Mm -hmm to attract more customers when they Google, for example, student art for sale or just um, student art that they actually come to the website and then hopefully uh, buy something. Yeah. And that makes me think about your customers. Who is buying the art? Um, you know, are people specifically seeking out student art or are they just looking for affordable one of a kind art? You know, like what is what in your mind, what is that? customer profile what who, who are the customers i think it's a little bit of both i also think that the alumni base in the u.s is so much bigger than for example in europe so you're so well connected to your university and your goal is to support the next generation of university of your university so for that reason i've also implemented um a filter on the website that you can say, just show me the artwork from mm-hmm. this university. So to kind of like give them a direct way to say, I want to support, for example, the next Baylor generation or mm-hmm. UT generation. And so I think there are both like definitely like more the alumni side, but also people that want to buy affordable art that 
from an from an artist that is not well known yet, but still that they really enjoy looking at. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. The alumni part that could open up a whole new channel for yeah. you if you worked through alumni associations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and so it sounds like it, it's at its most fundamental um, function. The platform is um, a, a distribution channel, a marketing, a sales and distribution channel for an artist. Is that is mm-hmm. that kind of true? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because yeah. I'm imagining. Like so I can set up a website and um, sell my work through it, but that requires me to do a lot of different things. I mm-hmm. have to first of all pick a flat, pick a platform. I have to um, you know design it and do all the stuff, make it look good. Um, I have to also figure out the e-commerce side of yeah. it. Who's going to process my payments and do all of this? So what you've done is you've made that that part simpler. Exactly. I mean, if they sign, if the art students sign up, um, they can create a profile like they would do on social media. Um, it's kind of like on Facebook, you just put in your name, your yeah. email address, you upload your your profile picture, and then you upload instead of a picture, you upload your artwork. Mm-hmm. And you prize it. And I have like instructions on the website on like do everything step by step. And I think also with my platform, I offer them a really cheap solution um, with only the sign up fee and then only that they only pay something if they actually sell something. Right. Because on yeah. other platforms like Etsy, they have to pay when they upload it. And if it doesn't get sold, they have to upload it again. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they can upload as many artwork as they want, yeah. and they only actually pay something if they sell it. And in your agreement, is there any issue if they have their own website and they can sell on their own website and just keep the full amount? Or is there... So, I mean, my goal is to help the students. Sure. and. There are other platforms that say you're only allowed to sell on my side. Uh, I don't say that because I want to give them the whole variety of possibilities. So if they have an own platform or website, they can sell it there. I just tell them or want to make sure that if it, they sell it on the other side, that they remove it from my platform so it doesn't oh, get sold twice. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to make their lives as easy as possible because I think... Um, if I can provide that solutions uh, or that solution, yeah. then they will actually use it and don't want to be another stone in their way to success yeah. or yeah. another burden. At, at low to, like you said, low to no overhead expense for for the artist, no monthly exactly. subscription, et cetera. Yeah. In speaking with these young artists, are there common pains they're experiencing? And if so, how are you addressing them? I mean, I think the the biggest pain that they have is just that they are not they don't get the recognition yet. Um, I mean, it's really hard. For example, to why should, for example, me or you two find Sarah Miller from University of Texas um, if she doesn't have a, a lot of followers on Instagram? And I just with the, my platform, I want to give them the opportunity to create their first website kind of or shop Mm -hmm. and then i will also promote it on my social media and always mark them and uh, so that people can come 
from my platforms to their platforms as well. Mm-hmm. And they're also, they also have the possibility to add all their social media on their Art by Students profile where they can just click on it and then go to their profiles as well. That's great. Well, Dominic, we've reached the part of the interview where we ask all of our interviewees the same three questions. And the first question is, uh, what advice would you give to others wanting to become an entrepreneur? I think the best advice is uh, just try to do it. Uh, just because a lot of people have ideas. Um and a lot of ideas, they don't require so much money. Um, so I, that's kind of like what I did with Unitude or Art by Students. I had the idea and saw like, okay, the investment is not that big, like money-wise, but just my time. And then I just went out and tried it. And if it works, it works. If not, you can, uh, you will have another idea. And yeah. I think that's kind of like the big, the best advice that that I can give is just do it and try it. And if it doesn't work, try something else. <laughs> yeah. I love that. What, uh, I think it, I think you have a, I think you have a unique skill in being able to recognize that your ideas, you don't need a lot of money to launch your ideas. Uh, mm-hmm. Not everybody has that ability to do that. So, um, so I guess I would say a lot of people see money as a hurdle to get over, to start, doing the thing that they think they want to do. Are there other hurdles that you see people, um, you know, not being able to get over to launch their ideas? I think they always, Oh, like a lot of people also want to have the perfect product. Um, and, and wait until they go out with it, but maybe until then someone else already did it with a little less like perfect product than you do or you have. Um, and I think, I mean, that's also something that we learned in school. Like you have a minimal viable product and you just throw it out and see how the market reacts. And you get a lot more feedback when you just put it out on the market and then adjust how the market wishes it will be. Um, and yeah. Yeah. What's the quote, Andy? Don't let perfection be the enemy of good. What, what's the quote? Yeah. Something like perfection that. Perfection is the enemy yeah, of good. Yeah, perfection is, is, is what I usually, yeah. how I usually hear it. Yeah, that's absolutely, that's, that's, that's a great point. And you could usually talk yourself out of it, right? While you're trying to get it perfect, you're like, eh, or you get bored or, right? And it just never sees the light of day, which mm. it's okay too, but. Yeah, and I think it's also important to share your idea with other people. You should not be scared to that someone else takes it because a lot of like people, especially if they're a little away from you, they have much better inputs than if you just keep it for yourself. Mm. Um, and I think even if someone would steal the idea, at least you know it, you had a great idea. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, right. I guess that's validation in another form. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So our second question is, what can we do to ensure the arts are more accessible and reaching the widest possible audience? I mean, I hope that I can uh, make with my platform the art more accessible, especially the student art. Um, but then there are also other ways like have uh, more street art festivals, especially because a lot of people, they don't like to go to the museum or they think they're not the type to go in there. Um, but if you show the art on the streets, they are more willing to come. And I also think there should be a little bit more support, like 
also financially for artists. Um, that's why I kind of like, because for example, student athletes, they get a lot of money and recognition, but art students, which are also really talented, they don't get so much attention. And for that reason, I kind of started a little campaign with some student athletes that I met that they uh, say like, Hey, this is, uh, whoever athlete it is support art students. Like you support me in the stadium. And, uh, then they shared it as well. And they got like a lot of people reached out and say like, Hey, this is a great idea. Or thank you so much for, for sharing that. Um, mm. because the student athletes, they already, they're kind of famous in at the universities. Sure. And, um, if they post something like that, it uh, really helps the, the, the art students or the students that don't get the recognition yet to get more attention. Yeah. Last question is, um, what's the best artistic or entrepreneurial advice you've ever received? I think that's uh, the advice my parents gave me. Uh, it's don't do it because of the money. Um, because they always tell me, like, for example, when they started swim school, it's like for the bigger cause of teaching the kids how to swim. So they can, uh, we have a lot of lakes in Switzerland and parents don't need to be afraid that they drown in the lakes. Um, so if you see a problem or a need, try to provide the solution. And if you find that solution, the money will come anyways. And I think that's, that's something that my parents taught me from a young age. And, uh, I try to start all the businesses I do with that in my mind. That's, that's great. Well, Dominic, this is, this has been a fun interview. I think it's a great idea and hopefully you'll get some interest from those listening to this episode uh, to artbystudents.com. Thank you for having me today. That's, that was great. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Visit artsentrepreneurshippodcast.com to learn more about our guest and how you can help support artists, the arts, and this podcast. Mm-hmm.